Hello. All right, I can do this. I must not be ashamed. And welcome. Shame is the mind killer. I'm Bartleby Nehi. Shame is the little death that brings total obliteration. And this is my brother Artemis. I will face this podcast. And we're the Kinetic Paranormal Society. And I will let it pass through me. A pair of socks and a magic wardrobe traveling through time and space investigating the supernatural. And when it is done, only I will remain. You're listening to Metacosmos. Artemis, you can open your eyes now. Is it over? Is it over? Has it all stopped? Can I... Just tell me it's over. No, no, it's just beginning, and it's going to be awesome. Oh, fine. Okay, awesome it is. Yes, I'm putting on my awesome hat. That's the same hat. Well, just call it my awesome hat. Don't even worry about it. There's nothing to be ashamed of. Are you sure? I'm pretty sure podcasting is an all-shame deal. Isn't that all there is to do about podcasting? Well, kind of, yes, but, you know, there, there's a kind of shame that is not as bad as other shame, which is... I, I wish I knew the term for it, but I bet there's a I bet there's a very specific German word for it. But um, yeah, it's a kind of shame that is when you commiserate with other people who share in your shame. And surely everyone listening to this show is is sharing in the same shame because here we are spending this time together. Oh, you know, when you put it that way, it doesn't sound so bad. And honestly, it's really important that we all find ways to put salve on our shame wounds because shame is destroying society. Is it now? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I read a study this week. Did you? Yes, and the study said that um, people who are into things like authoritarianism and fascism, the, the thing that they all have in common... Yes, tell me. They lack a sense of personal pride. Oh, how sad. Yeah, yeah. They don't have anything about themselves that they think are, like, awesome. Like your hat. Thank you. And they pretty much instead fall back on, like, pre-built pride. Because they didn't know how to cultivate their own pride. So they they just found somebody else who had their own pride. And then, like took it from them so like they said oh like like nationalism when they're like oh this country that was like here a long time before i ever got here um that's me and then they take credit for it and think of themselves as the same thing as the nation and then all of the the ego issues that they haven't dealt with come out in how they think their politics works because really they backwards engineered it to start with the fact that they didn't feel proud of themselves Oh, so, so what, what are we doing then to fix this? I'm just offering everybody a little bit of shame to commiserate with because shame is the inversion of pride. And, and that's, that's a really like, that's an important thing to address is like, how do we, how do we like talk about people's shame without reminding them of all the stuff they're ashamed about and then them draw into their, their little shame shell. And, and, um, lash out. Oh, that is a, that is a delicate topic. I think you, you're certainly testing the boundaries with me on a weekly basis at the very least. Why, thank you, Artemis. I'm so glad you noticed. I, can we just move on? Yeah, we can totally move on. Because 
We have a whole show planned, and I think that was a really nice marinating for for warming up this show and talking about some ooper duper cool stuff. So, what what are we doing this week on Metacosmos? What are we talking about? Okay, I I don't know if you remember, but I was like, hey, people, why don't you just message me on the internet and and give me some good questions, and you can do it anonymously. And I will totally not tell people who ask these questions. You want to play questions? Yeah, I have a lot of questions. Ah, what? Why? Why not? What for? First, we need to make sure that they understand what a question is. Is there anyone else? What is the time? So, we went to an anonymous platform, and we got some questions. What does it all add up to? Who? How would I know? Why do you ask? Are you serious? For that matter. You have any questions? Here's the question. What is space? And these are mostly anonymous, though I'm going to use their usernames so that we can have names to refer to the people. So they'll still stay anonymous. So the first question I got was from the user HolySmoke666. And HolySmoke666 asks, why? Why what? Just why. They, it was it's just a general Why? Like, why are we podcasting? Because I don't know. And you refuse to tell me. Artemis, cheer up. It's fine. This is a, we, we, we podcast to answer questions for Holy Smoke 666. Why? It's like the big why. I asked them to specify. And, and they were like, well, I just want to ask why in general. But like, why are we here? Why do we care? Why is there suffering? Why is there happiness? Just why? They just generally want to know why. And... I feel like we kind of covered this on our first episode, What is the Metacosmos? So I definitely want to direct anyone who's wondering why to always listen to that episode. It's, it seems to be our most popular episode. But yeah, I thought it was a really good answer to the question. But the why of it, just to give Holy Smokes a chance here. Um, why are we here? Well, there's really nowhere else to go. It's the only show in town. Why do we care? Um, that's, that's a personal journey. For you, holy smokes. Because each of us have to figure out why we care and how much you want to care. Because you you gotta like you gotta balance it. Because if you care too much, you're gonna you're gonna have a hard time. And if you don't care enough, that's also a hard time. It's a it's a middle path. So um I can't tell you why you care, holy smokes, six six six, but you you doing good out there. And why is there suffering? I think this is like one of those relativity things. Because if you never pee, ever, and you're just going along through life not peeing, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be intense. And then you pee one day. And all that, that hard time you had from not peeing, oh my gosh. It feels like such a relief to pee and be like, oh, finally. Wow. I feel so good. So like if you didn't have to pee, You'd have nothing to compare the sense of not having to pee to. And you wouldn't know when you were not having to pee and when you were having to pee. You kind of need that in life. Otherwise, it'd be really confusing. So that, that also kind of answers the why is there happiness question because, because we no longer need to pee. And that feels really good, not having to, to pee. So happiness is there because there's suffering and suffering is there because there's happiness it's like a relativity scale so that's some of the the general like spe- or the specific whys but on the on the general why 
Why not? Although liminal hot dog, the user liminal hot dog says corn dogs is the answer. And I think there's some evidence to suggest that corn dogs are at least part of why. Because um, there's certainly a lot of like three to five year olds in this world who find fulfillment in a corn dog. So that's hard to argue with. So yeah, that's um that's my first answering of the first question for today's Metacosmos. Thank you for asking, Holy Smoke 666. Wow. I I don't know if I learned anything from that. Well, that's because you've heard me cover that ground before, but we got some other good questions here. You have to ask questions. Do you have any other questions for me? Who do you think you are? Every question must have a definable answer and... What is that? Well... What are you driving at? I intend to find those answers. What's that? Okay, here we go. Here's a good one. Uh, Lazalazer01. Laz says, When the dead communicate with the living, are they in a different dimension? Can they see us since we can't always see them? Can we cruise through portals at will? Or is that reserved for souls without bodies? Okay, Laz, check it out. I'm going to table the first part of that question and go straight to the can we cruise through portals at will? Or is that reserved for souls without bodies? Because that's a really cool question. And I think the way that I look at it is that you're probably sitting there and you probably are made of flesh and bone and and like a nervous system with electricity buzzing through it. And I just wanted to let you know that where I'm coming from, as a person who comes from a sock dimension, like, you are a portal. And as far as I'm concerned, the meat people that you guys are are like the actual real deal portals that I can travel through as a sock person. So, and it's not just sock persons. It's like the entire world of imaginations is like other dimensions that are traveling through the the meat puppet people that you are. So, like, all of these meat puppets are like, well, I just had a crazy idea. Wow. What if this happened? Well, that's, that's, um, that's meat puppets being portals. Because that's, that's what's going on here in this, this experience that we're all having. You're a portal, and people like me are looking for a way in. And we, we work our way out and through and around, and you guys call it art, and it's rad. And I love you for it, because I wouldn't know who I would be if it weren't for portals like you, Lazalar, Lazalazar, 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 Zero One? Yeah. So, yeah, you're a beautiful meat puppet portal, Lazalazar, Zero One, and... Yeah, thanks for asking the question. And Okay, I want to go to the first part of your question. When the dead communicate with the living, are they in a different dimension? And Yeah, uh, definitely. And can they see us since we can't always see them? And no, no, I don't think they always see us. I think it's kind of like just as iffy. If you've ever looked at the Time Life Unsolved Mysteries books, there's a really cool story about this guy that was like sitting on his porch. And he's looking at the road in front of his house. And and this guy is wearing these crazy old-timey clothes and just does not look like anyone he's ever seen. And the guy's just staring at him as he's walking by, just gawking. And they're gawking at each other. And then, like, in a blink, dude is gone. But turns out there was already a, a story written down by a dude from way, way, way before. 
and he was like walking down a road. And he's like, oh my God, I've never seen that house before. And it was that guy sitting on the porch staring at me. He just kept staring at me and then I'm blank, the house was gone. So maybe not every time that we get communications from another dimension is, is that other dimension um, necessarily a dead dimension. It could just be the time dimension. So like, it was like the times that they were existing kind of overlapped and they were both like, oh my gosh, is that a ghost? So yeah, sometimes it's just time anomalies and it's not ghosts at all. And I think that this would be a good time to mention if you haven't listened to our other podcast. You're going to tell them about the other podcast now? I thought you saved that for the credits. No, I'm going to tell them about it now. But no one listens to the credits. Maybe save it for then. No. So anyways, the Kinetic Paranormal Society podcast is awesome. It's like a reenactment of our real adventures. And in an episode called The Ghost Town Durango, we kind of cover whether it's a ghost or a time anomaly. And totally go listen to that. It's awesome. Don't listen, please. I'm begging you all. There's, it's embarrassing to all of us. It's embarrassing to me. It's embarrassing to anyone listening. It's, it's something that we can all commiserate and shame together. Definitely listen, everybody. Let's heal these wounds as a community. I can't believe you keep telling people about that show. Going back to, like, the, the previous question by Holy Smokes, that's kind of why we're here. Fine. Just, can we, do we have any more questions to answer? I, I don't want to discuss the other podcast. This one's bad enough. Thank you for bringing it back around, Artemis. So I think we mostly covered Lazalazalazalazalazalazalazalazalazalazalazalazalazalazalazalazalazalazalazalazalazalazalazalazalazalazalazalazalazalazalazalazalazalazalazalazalazalazalazalazalazalazalazalazalazalazalazalazalazal
So, yeah, in your dreams, the animals, shooting stars, um, definitely, I'd say, yeah, that's, that's your loved ones reaching out to you, unless they start telling you to do crazy things, because, um, I, I, I think that we should all question when spirits tell us to do things that make other people feel uncomfortable, because, that's a, that's some iffy territory. I always say, go with the spirits that love you and everybody else, and you'll be with the cool spirits. Yeah, there's some uncool spirits, and I don't go to the dimension where everyone has an evil goatee mustache for a reason. So, yeah, I hope that answers your question. Awesome. So, moving on, we got another question here. This one's from Comey Combat Corvette, and Coney asks, when... Paranormal investigators use those boxes that let ghosts talk. Why are they always speaking modern English and not era-appropriate English? Or a different language based on that area. Era. Area. Okay. That's a really, that's a really good starter question. I'm going to say there's, it's got to be a a two-part reason. And the first part of this reason is probably the same reason that the universal translators in Star Trek, would they only come through in English because the, the listener only knows English. So what else would they come through in? And whenever we like see like a scene where we do a movie where all the actors speak English, but we're actually back in like, I don't know, like even old England, they didn't really speak the same kind of English, but we just kind of skip over that and we're like, nope, they're going to talk a form of English that the audience knows. So For basic storytelling purposes, it makes sense that something be in the language that at least the actor knows how to speak. That's a necessary part. But I want to like emphasize here, it's a really blurry line. Whether the actor that is reading the English lines are like vibing on the world that we're living in, or if they're vibing on another world where the ghost is speaking from. Because, you know, again, going back to our first question from Holy Smokes, was it? No, no, not Holy Snooks. It was Laza Larzar. Your meat puppets and your portals. And so some actor had to channel something and maybe they actually channeled something from a spirit or maybe a less deep location they got that voice from. So I, I hope that answers the question. It like pulls the smoke and mirrors behind. So you're like, look, here's how the gears of the machine work. But I still think it's magical because I'm a, I'm a talking sock. So... What do I know? I think it's amazing that this is even happening right now at all. Okay, so um, now moving on to Coney Combat's next question. This one is, why do Bigfoot researchers not just do simple water analysis in creeks and rivers to see if they can find any trace amounts of great ape-adjacent DNA? Wouldn't that save a lot of time? And yeah, that's a pretty, that's a pretty, uh time-saving method, and I think, you know, they probably have, because, like, the, 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 the degree to which the water is being studied is uh, hopefully a lot, I really hope so, like, sad thing, for instance, like, it's been studied here in Humboldt to the point to figure out what's happening to the salmon, and it turns out there's, like, chemicals in the car tires, and I don't know how we're gonna fix that, but... This chemicals in the car tires is like super lame that it kills the salmon. And salmon are the coolest thing. Like everybody knows that. And um, yeah, so I, they probably already tested the water. They didn't find the DNA. And I got to let you know, Coney, uh, 
the Bigfoots are interdimensional beings. They they aren't made out of meat puppet portals like you. So, um, and if they are, it's it they 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 I think they're in town at this point. So that's why you just don't find it in the creeks. And there's just a lot of ape DNA in the sewer system. So they haven't found the Bigfoot. So that's my answer for that question. What in God's name is going on? What do you ask? What is it, Papa? And how can it be so powerful if it's invisible? All I do is ask questions, just like you do. That's the most important thing. Can you answer the question? Anybody oh, can do right. that. Do you want to play questions? And that's, I think, rounds out our anonymous question asking rounds. Oh, right. Okay, so, Artemis, this has been... Artemis? Shame is the mind killer. Shame is the little death that brings total obliteration. Artemis, open your eyes. Come on. I will face this podcast, and I will let it pass through me. And when it is done, only I will remain. Hello? Is it over? Can I... Can can we just go and stop now? It's over. We can go and stop now. We are wrapping it up. So, yeah, thanks everyone for coming out. I'm Bartleby, and this is my brother Artemis. You just, just, just end it. Just end it. And um, yeah. So Metacosmos is a producing association with Humble Hot Air. I hope you guys check out our back catalog of episodes, as our podcast has all sorts of fun stuff to listen to. And check out the Kinetic Paranormal Society podcast, or don't. You can just leave it be and not actually tell anyone about it, and don't let that come out because it's. It was a long time ago. It's behind us. We don't need to think about it anymore. Nah, we want to laugh at it. We're going to have to think about it. So yeah, definitely check out that podcast, uh, Superman, Son of Al, the unauthorized biography of Clark Kent. You can listen to like the first two seasons right now. Uh, yeah, Metacosmos is produced by Isaac Bluefoot, and he makes Omen Quest cards. Omen Quest cards are awesome. They're beautiful, and you play games with them that you can't lose. And everyone's like, but I like to beat my friends in games. Yeah, we we all know that's fun. But it's also really fun just like, just kind of talking to them and getting in touch with your feelings and stuff. And it's, it's only as awkward as you make it. Trust me, Artemis, Artemis, right? Yes, it's true. I, I make it awkward quite a bit. And I, I probably don't have to. There you go. Awesome. So thanks a lot. You guys are great. Uh, You can always uh, help. The productions of Isaac Bluefoot at patreon.com slash Bluefoot. And uh, he can always use a little help because he can't seem to stop making all this nonsense. Okay, so thank you all so much for coming out for another magical episode of Metacosmos. Bye-bye. Say, t- tell him goodbye, Artemis. Goodbye. Please, please save me from this torture. I love you. I don't think anyone's coming to save me, are they? No, I I don't think they are.